Gregoire with the band beaston Oli No Cranky, Oli Sabe Finis. Welcome to Smart Enough to Know Better, episode 22.5, where we talk about music, how music is formed, how Adele was formed, and how Adele sings music. Also, I was challenged to write a song about bioluminescence by John Hodgman. Well, me and a few dozen other people. You can hear mine at the end of the podcast. Enjoy! You know how guitars work? Yes. Great big box, strings across them. Mm -hmm. And it sort of reverberates inside the box. It's a tiny guitar! It's 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 like a baby guitar! Look at it! How cute! It's a ukulele. Now, you know how a piano works? Yes, striking a, punching a string yeah. really hard. Dong. Yeah. So why do they sound so different? Because it's one string being struck by one hammer, and you're, you, they're all tied together in the... I have no idea. Yeah. Because <laughs> <I'll admit. laughs> string inse- insects. <laughs> string string insects. insects. Hide like string. Uh, they're in your pants. <laughs> it's just string vibrating. Yes. But you get different tones out of all sorts of things, different tones, mm. different timbre. Mm. There's a huge range of sounds you can get out. Now, what happens with music is you pluck a string like so. Mm-hmm. Now, that string reverberates back and forth. Mm-hmm. So you imagine the whole thing like a skipping rope wiggling back and forth. Mm. Going doink, doink, doink. You also have the vibration of it bouncing back and forth. So like an Are we S. talking about harmonics? Yes. Oh, harmonics. I love harmonics. Sorry. Go on. Yes. So you also get like an S mm. in mm. the string. Now, what happens is with your string... That's one string. Mm-hmm. And then if you go dead centre and pluck it, that is a full octave up. Mm-hmm. Now, if you then get the string to be uh, a quarter of that, mm-hmm. it goes up an... Hopefully you can hear that. It goes up another octave. And if you get half of that... <laughs> it goes up another octave. So every time you halve the length of the string, mm-hmm. it goes up an octave. And you can do the maths for that too. You, there is actually, you can put the maths into that. Someone can, I, I can't. No, 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 I can, I can do that. I, I, can do that. I love yeah. it. It's, a, it's grade 11 physics. And you, so senior physics, you can actually sit down and work out because the strings are attached on both ends. So it's a closed string and it will actually, so the, the vibration is going up and down the string and bouncing back and forth. And it's caused damping down due to, due to friction. But you can actually say, well, this length string and talk about sound, the speed of sound in that environment. And you can actually work out where, where it will actually be. So every time you harbor, as you say, you're going up an octave. Yes. Hmm. It's awesome. Now, when you pluck a string by itself, it gives off its main note. Mm -hmm. But what it's also doing is it's dividing itself into halves. So you're also getting getting this, but it's not as loud, Mm -hmm. but you've got two of them. It's also dividing itself into thirds. So you're also getting this. All at the same time. All at the same time. You're also getting quarters. Uh, and then fifths, and then seven, and all the way up into infinity. So right. you're getting this mess of overlaying A harmony, you might say. Indeed. <laughs> now, what happens is that certain shaped instruments actually amplify certain frequencies and dampen other ones. Hmm. So a violin might hit at the fifth and the seventh. Right. And, and sort of enhance those. They're the ones that... So you're getting a different sort of tone out of it. Hmm. And, of course, the tone changes based on whether it's a great big guitar or a little tiny one or a little tiny ukulele. And and so that's why different strings hmm. sound different. Inside, and different. So why pianos then? So piano is the length of the string in the instrument then? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. And, and the shape of the instrument will enhance certain elements Right. Is it also the difference between it being struck with a hammer compared to being plucked with a finger? 
So that would give a different well, sort of... that would enhance certain frequencies. Giving certain energy to the string, yeah. I suppose, too. Oh, and okay. control it in yeah. a different way, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just striking to a certain very specific spot beyond the different to, a, to, to, a, to your baby guitar there. Mm. Awesome. And, and indeed, you get a very different sound if you get your nail and, and pluck the string. Mm. Or if you get something thick like your thumb, basically your thumb. Okay. It's a different tone. Go on, Dan, give us a, give us a song. Go on. I can give you the, uh, the four chords. So that's about all pop songs in the world. Dan's playing ukulele. He's using four chords that everyone likes to use. This song sounds like every song in no, the world. This is taking too long. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was made up. That was cool. I've just proven that all rock musicians are crap. There's more science involved in music. Never. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Have you heard of a Dell? Uh, computer company? No, no, no. Uh, not, not a Dell. There's a singer called Adele, and she's very big at the moment. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, never heard wait, of her. well, and when I say she's very big at the moment, mm-hmm. I, that was not a crack about her weight. Because she, <laughs> wonderfully, because most singers these days are these wife girls and stuff. Oh, okay. And Adele has a womanly figure. Right, okay. She's like a real human being. I see. And a proper set of lungs. Yes. On her. And so she knows how to carry a tune. So Captain Kirk would like her. Oh, look, Captain Kirk. <laughs> Heartbeat. <laughs> Things that won't make it to the podcast. <laughs> she has very heartfelt songs. And people love it, and they burst into tears, and they are overcome with emotion from mm, it. Mm. And so there's a reason for this, a scientific reason. Okay. Researchers found that uh, certain features of music are consistently associated with strong emotions in people. And you can, when you combine the heartfelt lyrics and a powerful voice, they send rewards signals to the brain Ooh. that rival any other pleasure. Now, a British psychologist called John Sloboda asked music lovers to identify passages of songs that reliably set off a physical reaction, such as tears or goosebumps. And out oh, of retching. 20 tear-triggering passages, he found a trend emerged where 18 contained a musical device called an appoggiatura. <laughs> and this is an ornamental note mm. where it clashes with the melody, so it's just off from the melody. Right. And then, and it creates what's called a dissonant chord, Ooh. and then it lines up again. This creates a general tension in the listener, and then when it goes back to the melody, uh, the tension resolves, and it feels good. Oh, okay. So your brain is like going, <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> we didn't go wrong, wrong. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about there. I've, yes, you heard singers that sing, they sound like they're slightly singing off the note, mm. but then, then they go back to the note. Yes, I, I, yes, okay. Well, why, why don't we have a quick listen? Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best of you to Okay, so having a bit of a listen to that. Yes. You can't... I, I can't hear it at all. I, to me, what she, she just sang... I'll, I'll sing it badly. I'm sorry, Adele. Uh, all I heard was her to say, someone like you. So she waved at the end. Is that, is that what you're talking about, the waver? The, the thing is, when I hear that, yeah. and each time she does it, my whole spine gets goosebumps up really? and to the back of my head. Like a normal person who's not a robot <laughs> <That's>... has, <laughs> has that reaction. I'm like, not being I, silly here. I, don't, I can't hear it. I don't know I'm what you're actually, talking about. I'm actually having a full body reaction to that, and then it, and then the... it resolves what the at hell? the end of the note. Really? And you're missing that. I have, I have no concept of what you're talking about there. No, no idea. I can't, I can't even ah, hear it. So why, why is that? That's very interesting. My alien masters forgot to build in this important 
human reaction. <laughs> That's really interesting. Well, it makes sense, though, because without going too much into it, I don't have a big connection to music. Yeah. I, I really don't. And there are songs that I really love and listen to, but I realize that because I've heard them in certain environments or they remind me of certain people and places. So I'm not listening to the music for the music. I'm listening because it, it invokes a, a powerful memory in me. But maybe that's it. Maybe I'm not hearing all these harmonics. My my hearing's fine. I, mm. I, I know my hearing's fine. But your your brain is not either listening. Real is is able to just go. That's just a sound. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> or it's missing. Yeah, yeah, something really, crucial. That's, that's really fascinating. There but, you, um, you humans. Ah, excellent. I've discovered another weakness you humans have. <laughs> these chill-provoking passengers shared at least four common features. They begin softly and then become very loud. They include an abrupt entrance of a new voice, either a new instrument or harmony, mm-hmm. and they often involved an expansion of the frequencies played. So more mm. up and down the scale. And all the passengers contained unexpected deviations in the melody or the harmony. Music is most likely to tingle the spine, in short, when it includes surprises in volume, timbre, and harmonic pattern. I know when, when music, uh, something new gets done and people get upset by it, even if they, you know, young people's music, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but even back with Beethoven's Fifth, you know, dun, 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 that one, Beethoven's Fifth, people got up and walked out of the, the <laughs> stadium, the <laughs> concert hall, because they, it, was so, it was so groundbreaking and <laughs> didn't like it at all. But yes, the thing is, your sympathetic nervous system goes into high alert and your heart races and you start to sweat. Like you show all these strong reactions of arousal and we interpret this state, whether it's a positive or a negative song, mm. the music releases dopamines and just stimulates the pleasure centre of our brain. So What the hell? I missed out on all this pleasure! Yeah, so the more emotions a song provo- provokes, whether depressing or uplifting, the more we crave the song. There you it's go. It's like a drug. Uh, Adele's a pusher. That's what we're trying to say here. Yeah. Where are you, Adele? You light up the room like a Christmas tree And I wish it was me Dark as a tomb, and all that I can see is my own jealousy. I'm sorry to say I inserted a gene so that I could be seen. I got carried away with fluorescent protein, now I'm glowing bright green. And in the darkest night, I'm brighter than fireflies. Mixed harder to see, the bag's growing under my eyes. I can't sleep at night. Cause I can't figure out how to turn off the light The future looks bright I shine like a star when I stand in the black I look radioactive Now I'm popular with the moths who react Like I'm kind of attractive And in the darkest seas I'm brighter than a vampire squid and it just gets worse when I close my eyes I see the back of my eyelid I can't sleep at night Cause I can't figure out how to turn off the light The future looks bright But when I glow like this You know that I exist And it's easy to stop and stare but the point I missed is we'll never kiss Cause you see me but you just don't care And in the darkest night I'm brighter than fireflies Makes it harder to see The bag's growing under my eyes I can't sleep
God, your, your brain's like multitasking. It's crazy. I'm like a dolphin. Or a woman. I'm like a lady dolphin. Have you seen the video? The um, the pod of dolphins beaching, yeah. beaching themselves and go, we're going to attack the land. Holy shit, this land. Just, you're just 30 dolphins on the beach going, this did not work. Or is wet. Hang on a minute. Whose idea was this? A thousand years ago, this wasn't. This was an endless. What the hell's gone? We got the wrong GPS. Two-year anniversary. Is that the poo anniversary? Cotton, I think that is. Is it actually ever? Oh, wow. Really? Yep. So, so two years. Uh, two years is not a long time to be married. Year one is paper. So there's one from the first year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's an anniversary every year, Greg. Every year. It's like three, four. Really? Every year there's an anniversary. That's what the Anna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anniversary. No, I means. understand that it's right. I've got happens you. every year. No, no, I try not to think it's about it. Kind of what it's. A, but but there's still not doesn't mean it's named every year. Um, I mean there are there are millions of stars in the sky. Most of them don't have names. They're they're named up to like twenty five. Uh, now what is it? What do you got like one two one two five ten? Uh, well, one is one is paper. Mm-hmm. Then two is cotton. Three is linen. Um, oh, hang on, I've missed one. F- five is wood. Right. Six is iron. <laughs> so really, it's yeah. odd. odd. Um, and I think odd. it goes up to ten, and then there's a fifteen-year one, uh, and a twenty, and then a twenty-five, and then a fifty. Yeah, maybe a forty. Maybe you need one present every year that's been thought of for the first ten years, so they actually hang around. And that point on, you pretty much got them. They're not going <laughs> to leave you at thirteen years. Like that's such a weird number. What's your, what's, what's the scratchy? Anniversary <laughs> makes it easy to buy for. Uh, the Frog Princess and I have always played a game where we get a gift for each other on our vers- anniversary, which is somehow related to what it's supposed to be. Mm. Mm. That's what it's for, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but no one ever does it. Mm. First year I got her origami roses and she got me a ticket to or Walking <laughs> with Dinosaurs show. Good idea. That's nice. And then cotton something. What was the other one? Underwear. A pillow slip, actually. Oh. And she gave me a shirt. To drown you or to... Suffocate you with leather? Is leather? Yes, leather's one of them. How could I forget leather? Kinky. Yeah, I know. Mm. She got me a belt. I got her a plush cow. <laughs> it's not leather. It will be one day. No, it won't. Well, uh, metaphorically, no, it won't. It's a cow. Yeah, but it's plush. Yeah, but made from petrol. Yeah, but it's not a real cow either. Yeah, but yeah, that's the point. Hers is leather. Why do you fail? That's a big fail. Not a fail. It's adorable. It's ad- but you might as well have just got anything and gone. It's related to cow. You might as well have said this plate once had beef on it. Therefore, it's the leather anniversary. Oh, that's a good one. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> and now the cultural aspect of the podcast will be delayed as Dan brings up a ukulele. Ah. I just heard you talk from the crutch. Bam! Here we go! That's my microphone! <laughs> Don't do that to my microphone! People have to put their mouth next to both of those! <laughs> I'm sorry, darling. Uh, this crotch has been very close to Dan's microphone. 